You see, most reason why people fail is because they're missing a key aspect that should be part of their life from the get-go, and that is discipline, discipline, discipline. Now, if there is no discipline, then you're really setting yourself for failure before you even start. Hey everyone, welcome to I Improve, and this is your host, Priyank. I'm a life coach, motivator, and experienced enthusiast who is currently on a mission to help each and every one of you achieve full potential in mastering your life and taking it to the next level. This is the place where I'll be sharing my insight, knowledge and experience as well as bringing you amazing guests where we'll discuss topics on self-improvement, mental health, physical health, relationship, work and career. If you're ready to take control of your life, brace yourself for this amazing journey of self-improvement and keep listening. Now let's get this started. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, evening, wherever you are. Now, if you're struggling to make a decision in your life or you're confused and you've been thinking about how to make a start on that project, maybe that work or that habit, but somehow you're not able to action it, then you have what I call my friends, startophobia. Now, what is startophobia? Well, startophobia isn't a disease. It's just a simple human tendency to make plans, overthink, but not be able to action it. Now, you may have been thinking about making a change in your life or trying to start that new habit or a project, as I mentioned earlier, and you've probably spent immense amount of time researching or maybe thinking about it, contemplating it, but you still feel short in actually fulfilling that. Now, how can you declutter and start successfully? Well, this episode is all about that. It's all about how to start and how to action, take action successfully. Before I start, I want you to feel free to write some notes or if your hands are occupied, you're driving or running or at the gym, just rewind and take notes when you're free. But I want you to listen very carefully. Now, let's jump right into it. So the only thing you need to do is think about these four key words. These are somewhat of questions related to each of these key words that you need to ask yourself before you start anything and it will help you clarify and understand the reason and give you the motivation that you need. So in order of priority, the first thing you need to ask yourself is the what. The what is your action. Quite often, the what is what causes us confusion and hindrance. Now you may be thinking, this question is kind of irrelevant, Priyank. I know what I want to do. Duh, I'm not stupid. But (laughs) you see, There's a difference between the general what, your general action, and the exact what, the exact action. For example, you might want to start by saying, "Um, I want to get more fit. Deciding that isn't enough. It's a good start, of course, don't get me wrong, but that's not the right approach because that's your general what. I want you to go a bit more deeper into it because deciding to go to the gym might help you getting fit you may even get out of bed for instance you may put on your trainers you might head to the gym but when you actually get there if you don't know exactly what you're doing when you're there at the gym your new habit won't last that long let me give you some example of what general what's are versus what the exact what's are so some of your general what's may be i want to improve my sleeping habit I want to become much healthier. These are your very much general what's. They're a bit vague. You need to be a bit more exact. In this case, in the gym's case, you may say that I want to improve my endurance and stamina. That's one of your exact what's. I want to lose five kilos of fat. I want to gain four kilos of muscles. All of these are very much your exact what's. They are very focused if you notice it. And uh, 
that's why they are very much different to your general ones. You can specify these even further if you want to, because then you will delve into your exact what's but in a shorter term. For example, when you get to the gym, you may ask yourself, what exercise do I want to do today? What muscles do I want to focus on? What equipment do I want to use? These are very much focused exact what's. If there's no exact what, if there's no exact action, and then there's no motive, that's when you start to feel lost. That's when most of us start to feel lost because you're either going to get to the gym and just end up sitting there at the mat or using your phone, or you'll be jumping from one machine to another. And trust me, we've all been there. <laughs> when I started going to the gym, I was one of those people that was not focused because I wasn't exactly sure what I was doing at the gym. I knew I wanted to get fit, but there was no end goal. So that's why it's important to have your exact what. Because then you'll be one of those people that will be on the stairmaster trying to figure out what bicep head you're trying to target. And uh, you'll be looking at your phone, scrolling to the Instagram feed, looking at these athletes burning calories when you're not very much focused. That's why before you start going to the gym in this example, knowing exactly what you want to do will help you make that difference. And it will somehow make you much more effective in what you're doing. So it's very important to consider these what's as your actions. These are pretty much your decision points. These are like your building blocks that will help you become more precise in taking decisions. And like I said, keep you focused. Quite often we fail to start something because we get overwhelmed by our thoughts, right? And ideas and we're not able to declutter. And sometimes, you know, we actually feel like we have multiple habits or tasks or projects that we want to start. And we find it hard to balance because we feel confused or maybe lazy or even sometimes anxious. A way to get your what's in order, your exact what, it's to write them down pretty much. Now, this may depend on the scale of your what. Sometimes, you know, um, you may want to be a bit more exact and precise. And sometimes you just want to write, sometimes you want to write the number. And sometimes you can actually think about it in your head. But I would still say that it will help to make a list. Relate whatever you're doing, you know, relate to that project or the task. And then use the order of priority to perform these key tasks first which will require answering and knowing some questions too, which I'll talk about in a second. But it's also using the process of elimination that can help you get rid of these things that are not needed. And then you can prioritize accordingly. And that's how you can also declutter. That's why it's very important to always start with the what. Because if you don't know what you're doing, how will you get there, right? So it's very important. Now, the second thing you need to focus on after you've decided on your what, your exact what, your action, you need to figure out the why. Why are you doing something? Why are you starting this habit? Why are you starting this project? Why are you not doing it? Because once you've figured out your exact what's, you need to figure out the purpose of it. And the why is the purpose. That's why knowing the why is crucially important because sometimes when we focus on the what, you know, we feel like there can be some obstacles that are preventing us from the success. And many of us will actually give up and accept failure as a reasonable outcome. But when we know the why, we'll know why none of those obstacles matters because then there's a purpose behind it. You justify your actions by giving it a reason. Frederick Nietzsche, and I'm, excuse me if I'm pronouncing his name wrong, he once said that he who has a why can endure anyhow. 
Now don't get me wrong, knowing the purpose doesn't mean you have to go on a long soul searching trip across the Himalayas so you can try figuring out your life's eternal purpose or why you want to get chiseled up like Chris Hemsworth or Channing Tatum. It doesn't have to be that deep, but you still need to know your why because there can be sometimes simple reason as to why you want to do things, but you still must know the why. It's a question that you must ask yourself before you take any action. Now going back to our example earlier, if your exact what is, what muscle should I focus on today when you get to the gym? Your answer would be, of course, my back or my shoulders, my triceps or my biceps. Then you need to find out the why. It's very simple. Why? Because it's my weaker muscle or it's something I want to strengthen. I worked on it two days ago and, you know, it's part of my workout plan for today. So that's your why. It's that simple. It doesn't have to be very complicated, but you still need to justify your action so they can work hand in hand together. Now, let me give you an example. Let's say your exact what is applying for senior chartered accountant. That's what you want to do. That's what you want to start on, but you're not able to do it. You figured out your what, that's your action. Now you justify it, give it reasons. Why do you want to do it? Could be that you're able to undertake financial audits and that's part of one of the skill set. It could be that you're able to offer financial advice on treasuries. You have may have a great five years experience in that field and you want to excel that career path. You want to evolve your skill set. It could be any of those reasons, but you need to justify it. You need to give it why. Another example, more than happy to give it to you. I just want you to be clear about this because it's very, very important. Another example could be you want to apply for a senior charter position at an XYZ company. This is a more specific what. It's a bit more exact action you're taking to a particular company. But why it could be you're able to undertake financial audits and that's a major skill set requirement in that company. Or you want to evolve your skill set and XYZ company provides you with the training and support that will help you excel your career path. It's that simple. Once you justify, once you put the what and the why together, they beautifully go hand in hand and they work amazingly well and it gives you that motivation, which is what you need. A personal story of mine is I used to struggle with my what's and why's a lot when I was a kid, um, even in my late teens, because my interests would fluctuate a lot. I remember in year nine, um, I think it was year 10, when I was I think I won a silver medal for basketball and it was games day. Now, if you don't know what games day here is, it's in Britain here. We have uh, schools, high schools where kids from all around the year, they participate and they play a game of their choosing. Basketball, cricket, rugby, netball, softball, all of that stuff. And you have teams and once you play, you win. There is a gold medal, there's a silver medal, there's a bronze medal and that's what happens. Now. I thought that I was very good at basketball and I won the silver medal for it. And I thought, you know, I could be the next dunk master LeBron James because that's when I think he won the Beijing gold medal or something. It was 2008, something like that. And I thought I could do the stylish way to jump really cool. So I was like, okay, maybe I could be the next LeBron James. But it didn't work too well because my reasons weren't actually justified. I want, I knew my what. I was like, I'm probably going to be the next basketball player, but the reasons weren't clear. Just because I could do the way to way jump really well, just because I thought LeBron James were cool, I would be like him. They didn't align. I didn't look at my skill set, my talent. Yeah, sure, I won a silver medal, but I wasn't super amazing at it. That's why that caused a bit of a hindrance. My what's and the why's weren't aligned. And 
here I am speaking to you guys. <laughs> so yeah, that didn't go according to plan. I remember like also two years ago, this is another great example. So you understand from my failures, I uh, applied for a marketing manager position in a gaming company. And that was my exact what, but the why didn't go that well. Cause my reason was the job was paying twice as much as my current salary at that time. Not because I had passion for the gaming industry or my skills aligned or I was a candid uh, marketing manager, I could have been, but because of the money. Well, now you know that they didn't align really well. I was focused on the money, not the skills, not the career, not even my own uh, aspirations. And let's just say I didn't make it past the first round. <laughs> um, now there's nothing wrong with keeping money. I just want you to know that it's not about the money. To justify your reason, money as your reason is not an issue, but that shouldn't be your sole purpose. And definitely not in my case, cause that was not the requirement to be money hungry. Unless I applied for a sales job, then it would have been a different story, but being money focused and having the intentions of earning twice as much as money as the current job and not thinking about the skills, they will cause a bit of hindrance and your motive wouldn't be correct. And this is another great example from my personal story as to my exact what didn't align with the why. So it's important to know the reason and they have to be relevant people. I keep on saying it because even though knowing the why will automatically invest you in the action, it's the relevancy of it is what will give you the intention to take the action successfully and build a very strong sense of commitment towards it. Because, you know, as humans, when you commit to something or to living your life with a purpose, amazing things happen and they will happen, but you have to make sure that your reason is somewhat genuine and pure. There is this beautiful quote by this German writer, and excuse me if I'm pronouncing his name wrong, his name is Jovan Wolfgang Wolfgerther, and he said that until one is committed, there is hesitancy, the chance to draw back always in effectiveness. Now what that really means, what he's really saying is that if there's commitment in place, then there is persistency and then you justify yourself and you give your what a reason, your actions a reason. So that's what you really need to do. When you put the what and the why together, automatically you're a step closer to making sure you're going forward with your habits or your task successfully. So always answer the why straight after the what. Let's move on to the third thing. This is the when. The when is very simple. It's in the word, it's the timing. So if you can figure out exactly what you want to do and you've given yourself a reason, very solid reason rather, as to why you want to do it, all you have to just put a when beside. Now answering when isn't too difficult because when relates to time, right? So these could be very simple questions you can ask yourself, such as when will I get this particular action or task done? When will I get there? When will I finish? When will I start? It's all related to timing. But the biggest problem, and this is one of the very biggest problems people face that I've come across, the people that I've coached, the people I've spoken to, is because they don't know when they're going to start it, when they're going to finish it. They don't put a time beside it. And it's very important to do that. If you want to be a person that takes actions and persistently focuses on it and gets effective results from it, you need to put a time beside it. Time is important. Time is key. And the old saying goes, time is money. So you must put a deadline 
beside a task or a project that you're doing and make sure that you stick to it. For example, your new habit may be waking up early. The why could be that you want to dedicate more time doing other tasks in the morning, so you want to wake up early. The when could be very simple. The time, 6 a.m., 7 a.m., 8 a.m. Now, depending on the severity of your task or the action or the habit that you're trying to incorporate, your answer and the detail to this when will vary. The example I've given you just now, that's very simple, but you definitely need to make sure you align your whens in order to get things done. And the key word, the key, key, key word in the whole episode is, if you're listening to it now, if you're just tuning in to I Improve episode one, you need to make sure you realize this. The key thing when you've decided your timings, your when, is discipline. Let me say one more time. Discipline is the key because it's very easy to say, I'm going to wake up 6 a.m. in the morning. You go to sleep, you put on an alarm, but it only takes a matter of one tap or two taps or just chucking your phone away or pushing the snooze button to make it 6.30, 7, 7.30. You get the point. That's how quickly you can lose motivation. You may put tons of times beside certain actions you want to take or the habits, or you may be working on a project and you can easily just press the snooze or you can easily postpone the times. That's how quickly you'll lose the momentum. Now, some tips I will share with you guys, which will make sure that you put a time beside something, you know your wins and you commit to it. Number one is create a schedule. Make sure you create a schedule because it's very, like I said, easy to verbally commit to something. But if you have something written down, put it on paper, write some dates down, write some times down, then you'll know what action you're taking when and you'll look at it and you'll review it to make sure that you're still in line with those. Even if you need to amend it a bit here and there every week or every day, depending on the project that you're working on, do it. But make sure that you stick to it. Don't go changing it every day, every hour, just because you want to watch one hour or more Netflix or something. Make sure you stick to it. That's very important. Something I do personally is I have notes on my phone. I have tons of apps on my phone. Most amazing app, which everyone has on the phone, is the calendar app. Make sure you put some sort of action on your calendar. You give it time. That's how simple it is. Reminders, calendars, whatever you need to do, make sure that your timing is in place and you commit to it commitment is important discipline is how you commit so make sure you stay disciplined put reminders and stay on the track now the last thing i want to address on this episode we've covered the what knowing the exact what before you make a start to something these are your actions we've covered the why's which are the reasons covered the when which is your times the fourth thing is the where this could be your audience or platform and it can be subjective depending on the task or the habit or the project that you're trying to start. Some cases may not even apply, but you need to make sure wherever it's suitable, you answer the where. Like I said, where is your audience or your platform? It's a place where you're presenting yourself or the work that you do. It's that simple. I know it sounds a bit businessy, but trust me, I promise you it's much simpler than that. Ask yourself, these two questions. Number one, where will my exact what or where will my action take place? This could be the platform that will support your action. And where can your what action be seen or showcased when you've started it? So this is probably the audience 
that will support you to stay motivated. Not always with both of these questions be relevant to you, not in every case of course, like I said, but it's very important to answer it. Let me give an example. Your exact what could be you want to lose 5 kilos of fat by going to the gym. The why and the when could be because you want to get that toned dream body like Channing Tatum or Chris Hemsworth before your next holiday, 31st of July 2021. Your where would in this case be, well, if you're asking yourself, where will my uh, exact action, in this case, where will my getting fit by losing five kilos of fat, the platform of that would be the gym. So that's pretty much in your what. So it's not that relevant. But the second question, where can my exact action be seen? meaning the audience, it can easily interpret to where can I showcase my fitness skills or my body. Now, there's tons of ways to showcase that and there's tons of ways to get an audience. Could be your social media, could be a um, group of friends if you don't feel comfort comfortable sharing your body pictures with other people, could be fitness forums example. Now, it doesn't even have to be public. If you feel like, I don't want to be one of those people that are showcasing my body, just so I can commit to my action and stick to it. You don't have to. Your phone. Keep a photo gallery on your phone. Keep a weekly progress of your body and how you're progressing. But in this case, your audience would be yourself, but you're putting it on the phone. Do you see my point, what I'm trying to raise here? It's like basically giving your work a sense of direction and making it public or putting it out there rather so you have a platform you have an audience and it gives you some sort of pressure to keep keep with it keep at it my personal stories 2018 i started making these videos instagram videos so what i did on january 1st i made this video called it day one of 365 right so what that was was me talking about something very positive start of the new year resolution based then when i said day one of 365 automatically created like a diary then i did day two then i did day three i didn't skip a single day because i kept going at it and my i committed to myself i knew my what's i knew my why's i knew my when because i was doing it every day a certain time but my where was the social media it was instagram I gave my work an audience and when putting it out there somehow created a pressure, not in a not in a bad way, in a good way, but it created some sort of pressure for me to keep going and which was important. And then went to day 20, 30, 40, and then people started commenting, people started liking, people started DMing me, giving me suggestions, and that's how things kept on going. Now keep in mind my why wasn't to get likes. My why wasn't to get comments. My why was something different. It was something something a bit more innate. It was something much more deeper. But when I put it on social media, put it on some sort of platform, it gave me a support. It gave me that community that I wanted to create. And that's why it's important to know your where. Now let me show an example with you just so we're clear. Let's say you're a new entrepreneur, right? And you want to launch your own website or some sort of business. One of your exact what would be launching a business website that would showcase your product or services through visual demos and graphics, right? It could be that simple. Your why would be because you want to promote your products or generate X amount of profit from it or X amount of profit from a particular product. Your when would be, if it's a website, you may say two months for a testing website and let's say four months for the final website. And the where would 
not what you think it is. If you're going to say online, the way it would be online, well, think a bit more deeper than that. If you're asking yourself, where will my exact website take place? Online, of course, because it's, it's within an online platform, but think a bit more deeper. Like I said, in this case, the way would be the hosting platform, for example. It could be GoDaddy, your Bluehost, or it can even be WordPress, HubSpot, etc. Because that's where your website will be sitting, will be hosted. So in terms of technical point of view, that's what you have to think about. Now, the second part of the where was, where can my exact action be start seen or showcased when you've started? Well, that's your audience. So once you've created your website, once you've started building a website, where will you share it? Well, simple, you know, you can promote it on social media, you can put it on your email signature, you can share it with friends on WhatsApp, put it on your Facebook profile, put it on your Google business profile, tons of ways of doing it. As long as you understand your audience and you stick to it, it's all going to be fine for you. I hope you understand the importance of where. It's because the where is like the sense of direction and it's a good way to make sure that your start has an end place. And it's a perfect way to close your action and give it fulfillment. Because you may know exactly what you want to do. You know the reasons for it, you know when to do it. But if you don't know the where, then you kind of feel lost and you won't feel fulfilled until it's been observed by someone or an audience, even if it's yourself. I hope I was quite clear on that and I hope you understand it. Because these four keywords, these four question is what's going to help you make sure that you start something successfully and you keep going because it's very easy to start but it sometimes can be hard to keep going and the momentum going but if you have these four key words the four key questions answered you're okay now before i end the episode i want to summarize those four key words once again for you so you understand it quite clearly number one knowing the exact what this is your exact action, the decision-specific task that adds to your general what, the general purpose, overall purpose, the why. This is the reason why you're doing something, or why you want to start something, or why you want to create a habit. The when, this is your timing. This is you give time to the action you want to take. Remember the key word, discipline. Discipline is key, key, key. So make sure you stick to it. Fourth thing, the where. This is the audience and the platform to where you'll showcase or show off your action, habit, project. And that's it. That's the end of the episode. But before you go, I want to give you some homework. And don't worry, you're not going to get detention if you don't complete it. But I want you to think about a habit or a task or a project that you've been wanting to do for a while. And I want you to think about the exact what, the why, the when, and where. And grab a piece of paper or even on your phone and I want you to write it down and answer those questions. Because most of the time when we think, when we plan, we don't actually write them down. Because once you write it down, you can visually see it. And when you look at it, you automatically start committing. And that's how human nature works. That's how psychology works for human beings. So make sure that you write them down. This will help you make a great start. And I promise you, if you were to do this correctly, you will take great action and you will commit to it 100% and you will get successful results from that habit, from that task, from that project. 
Thank you for listening to this episode and I really hope you enjoyed it. Now, if you found today's episode useful and you feel like someone else can also benefit from it, please do share it with your friends, family or whoever you think needs to hear it because you never know whose life you may be able to improve and impact by simply sharing such content. Also, I would really appreciate it if you can subscribe, rate and comment on this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to this on. It will help me understand how useful these episodes are for you and give me the momentum to keep providing you with top quality content for future I Improve episodes. Now, before you go, I want you to ask yourself if you're ready to take the next step and upgrade your life. If the answer to that is yes, and if you are someone that's been looking to make that change in your life for some time now, but you feel like you're missing that motivation, the energy, the confidence of those skills, then I'm here to help you. I'll be happy to support you from start to finish and work with you personally, one-on-one, over the phone, through video chat or face-to-face, whatever you're comfortable with, so I can ignite the inner fire that'll help you excel at your relationships, become a social rock star, own it at your job or your business and leave that long-lasting impression wherever you go. Now, I know that sounds amazing and trust me, it's very much possible to do the same thing for you. All you have to do is email me priyank at iamprove at outlook.com or you can even DM me on Instagram at i.am.prove and let's get you started on this amazing journey of self-improvement. No more waiting, hoping, wishing and praying. It's time you make that change in your life and take the first step towards it today. I'll speak to you on the next episode.